Welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast. Zanzizi Zambibi. The gay rights movement was born in 1969 at a beloved gay bar called the Stonewall Inn. The Stonewall riot began when a drag queen, bereft by the death of Judy Garland, threw a brick at a police officer. The riot culminated in a Rockettes-style kick line of drag queens facing down tactical police in riot gear. It's a beautiful story, but it's not exactly true. So, I gathered some people who were at Stonewall in 1969, some historians who had spent years studying LGBT history, and some contemporary queer writers to ask them, what's wrong with this account of Stonewall? They helped me break it down bit by bit. It didn't begin at Stonewall. Before Stonewall, we had the Daughters of Belitis. We had the Mattachine Society. There was the Sip-In at Julius's. And the movement in the world dates back to 1897 in Berlin with the founding of Magnus Hirschfeld's organization, which was the first gay rights group. So if gay rights didn't begin at Stonewall, why was Stonewall important? Because it led to the creation of the gay liberation movement. Gay Liberation Front was born out of the ashes of Stonewall. Uh, gay Liberation Front is the, literally why we have everything we have today. They planned a march on the first anniversary of Stonewall. And people forget that there were three pride parades. I was at the one in Los Angeles in 1970. We had a big jar of Vaseline on a float. It was a really in-your-face float. Oh, wow. Now here's a fundamental question about Stonewall. Was it a riot? And what we did is we were cheering and dancing in the street. That's not a riot. It was just a loud and bawdy, fun group of guys until it turned into a riot. It is called a riot, an uprising, a rebellion. I like the word rebellion, not overthrow the government rebellion. Rebellion from within. Next, was the Stonewall Bar as idyllic as some media portrays it to have been? The Stonewall Inn was a safe haven for the queer community. But it was a dump. It was a hellhole. Dirty, rundown, mafia run. A mafia sleazy bar. And they watered down drinks. Watered down drinks. There was a much better bar called the Cherry Lane. The Tenth of Always. Cookies. Welcome. Hello, fellow gays. <laughs> Get happy. That's right. Hey, hey, hey. It's the Zanzizi podcast. It's June. Well, technically, it's it's Eve of June right now, but we're here. I'm in the studio with my 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 crew. It's me, swipe right, Mike. Don't swipe left. That's right. That's and good. It's, Super like. And it's my it's it's my cousin. Mm-hmm. It's the Jashy West. The beard. That's me. And today we're talking about Stonewall Rebellion. Low. So we're painting that. up the stone wall already to be like a jazz bar, jazz gay bar. Well, according to the guy that was talking there, it was a dump. But we'll get to that. Did but Stonewall Jackson have anything to do with that? No. Oh, well. no. Although that's there goes my research. <laughs> <laughs> and to Mike's credit. Today he thought we were doing the D and D episode, oh, but that's not happening. I was quite so yet. ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
but no, I I, uh, I really just wanted to, to, you know, say hey, you know, to our listeners out there who may be part of the LGBTQ community and say, uh, you know, we, we see you and we support you. So, again, this isn't a political show, but I don't think politics necessarily has to play a factor in something as... As real as human rights. Yeah. I'm just saying. Two thirds of us are disagreeing. <laughs> and I doubt you would disagree with yourself. Yeah. Well, I understand that. I'm just saying, I think that it's important to talk about history, and especially in a month called, named after Bill Clinton called it Pride Month. Actually, I think at the time in 2000, it was Gay and Lesbian Month, but then it, Barack Obama extrapolated upon that and made it into gay, lesbian, trans month, and then now it's just Pride Month and LGBTQ+. But anyways, um, yeah, we're going to get into some information, but before we do that, Josh, who are some of your favorite LGBTQ artists? Oh boy. Inspirations? Gosh, there are so many. Um... I, I think that if I wanted to go by entertainment, let's see, movies, there is a, he's an actor, he's a director, he's a writer, uh, James Cameron Mitchell, uh, he is the writer and main actor in uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, cool. Uh, if anybody has watched Yellow Jackets, he is in, he makes a cameo in an episode uh, where he plays as a bird. Oh wow! Yeah, it's he's a, a phenomenal actor, a phenomenal writer. Um, though, so I think a lot of people unfortunately uh, bypass him because the movies that he makes are a little bit more indie. So, mm. uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch is phenomenal, though. Um, and one of my favorite musicians is um, Brian Mulko of Placebo. Mm. Uh, and that band, there's him and Stefan Allsdale. Uh, there, well, Stefan Allsdale's gay. Brian Moko's bi, uh, and their music is awesome. It's phenomenal. Indeed, nice. I love me some placebo, especially back in the day, high school and post high school. Ryan was jamming black market music. That's such a great all record. The time. <laughs> uh, Without you, I'm nothing. Is also Amazing. great. I mean, I love every one of their records for sure. Mike, do you got some favorites? Uh, yeah, I've got icons I've got, of LGBTQ. Uh, let's see, uh, Superman. He's oh, okay. uh, is, isn't he now? Uh, oh, he's he, dead, isn't he? Is he dead in the comics? How many times? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can, they can bring him back, kill him, bring him back in a single issue as many times as they want. That's true. Yeah, he is Jesus. He keeps coming back. But there is there is Superman, uh, a gay version in comics. You're right. Yep, I am one of them. Uh, I would say, as far as musicians wise, uh, Rufus Rainwright. R- R- oh. Rufus Wayne Wright. Is yeah, that right? That's true. Nailed Wayne it. Wright. Actually. Uh, he has an album that's all Judy Garland covers. Oh. And Judy Garland is actually who died and the funeral happened the day of said Stonewall Rebellion. Oh. 
1969. June 28th, 1969. Perhaps we'll play a Judy hit at the end of the episode. I'd also say Freddie Mercury. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yeah have sure. to. I'm sure. surprised you didn't mention it. I, you I know thought what? that was one of those that goes without saying. Oh, it's it goes almost, without saying. Well, I'm like, going to say it. <laughs> it's funny because it's with you, like you ooze the queen love. And like, I, I, I yeah. like, I feel like if I mention one thing about Queen and I get it wrong, I'm going to get slapped, so I have to be careful. You are in slapping distance. That's true. (laughs) Fear the day that you decide to do a Queen episode with me. Did you guys hear that they're actually selling the the discography? Um, It's going to be the biggest sale for music in the history because they're talking it would be over $1 billion for the whole catalog. So... Okay, let me get this straight. You know how like... um, Like Michael Jackson bought the rights to the Beatles. Yes. So the Queen discovery rights, whatever, are going to be sold. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Who's going to buy that? Elon Musk? Probably. I would if I had a billion. That fucking dork. Yeah. I like when he's focused on space. Yeah. He needs to stop... Anyway. He's going to be the president of Mars. (laughs) I mean... Honestly, I I guess... If he were to run for president of the United States, I think he would actually get a lot of votes. I would vote for him because that would be one vote, my vote. There you go. One vote. I don't know where he stands, but I think he's a moderate. I know that he's been on uh he's been on like say what's his nuts uh what's Joe Rogan correct. Well, he's been on Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan, I wouldn't consider like conservative. I know a lot of people don't like him because he has conservative who, Joe Rogan? Yeah. Oh. But I would consider Joe Rogan more of like an old, old-timey old I would say he's probably a moderate. libertarian, maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, regardless of what you listen to and what your politics are, that's not a thing. We don't do I politics. I want to mention Heather Ann Campbell <laughs> from, uh, she does like, she's been on Comedy Bang Bang. She's also a co-host of Get Played, one of my favorite video game podcasts. She's amazing. She's hilarious. Her link impression is spot on. One of my favorites. Ooh, rivals TJ's. Hey! I mean, honestly, it's like dead on perfect. Oh damn! I, 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 I. If you've ever listened to the show or you haven't listened to the show, check it out. I, I don't necessarily think they need promotion on our show. We're just whatever. But they're amazing. She's amazing. Also, I would say, wasn't Spock this last Spock? Wasn't he a gay out out gay? Man, oh, I can't think of his name. Boy, from the last like newer newest iteration with Chris Pine is I think so, but I, I think don't. I, I want to call. I want to say it's Zachary Levi, but I know that's just the guy that was Shazam. Are, are you thinking of uh, what's that guy? Zachary Pinto. We literally all have devices <laughs> in arm's reach. Ryan has two. I'm I'm like trying to go so fast. I accidentally opened like. Pin like a a PowerPoint. App. I'm thinking of that Asian actor. Uh, what's his name? There's Neil Patrick Harris as well. He's, oh God, yes, he's uh, amazing. Um, it's it's funny because you look at Zachary Quinto. That's his name. That uh, wasn't who I was thinking of, but it was wrong anyways. <laughs> I, said, I, I said Pinto. Anyway, all right. So those are some of our favorites off the cuff. We didn't we didn't write it down. These were just people we could think of. I I, I myself wanted to mention mention some 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 
I guess recent ones, you yeah. know, like recent people that we enjoy their content or think they're great. And I mean, according to some scholars, Abraham Lincoln was gay and he's my favorite That's president. Right. Yeah, I, also, I, I did see or read that somewhere. There's also a lesser known president, one of uh, that was also gay, future episode. But Donald I'll, Trump? I'll get to that. You know what? You're going to have to wait for that. Not Donald Trump. <laughs> Try not to be political. This is when, this is when Larry would <laughs> chime in with his soundboard titties. <laughs> So in the opening clip, they talked a lot about like those early kind of leading up to Stonewall. Now, I don't know if you guys are paying close enough attention, but basically there were people who were starting groups or organizations. You know, they had their mother's clubs back in the day, and then they had their... Hey, it's um, Uncle Dewey, but Uncle Dewey's got a handlebar mustache, and he always seems real clean, and he seems to really like the other neighbor who doesn't have a family. What's going on with that? Which is, you know, as it turns out, it was just usually back in the day, you had to keep it secret. I mean, yeah. yeah. In the movie, The Imitation Game, one of my other... Oh, God, the, one game, of, the movie's so good. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie, and it tells the true story. I mean, basically, to break the Nazi, the German code, they had to build a system, and it cracks the code. It, it's what led to computing, computers. And uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays the main character, mm. but it's... It's a phenomenal true story, and that the the man that was in that was actually also a a gay man. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's sad that those those type of things happened because in sorry, I'm sorry, I I would say like those things still happen. Like you can't say that you're like if you go to jail. No, you're right. You're totally and, right. And you say, uh, um, like, hey, I'm gay. You're gonna get your ass kicked or. You know something? I, I've never been to jail, but I've seen sixty days in. Um, that's my, <laughs> that's my research. Well, I, I'm sorry. I wanted to mention too that was Alan Turing. It's yes. called Turing machine or whatever. Oh. Um, a hero. Completely. He's the one who figured out the the German code for like because they would uh, change up their code. Like it was it like every hour or something. Yeah, it was something insane. And he figured out the algorithm so that way they could spread the info. Like, the, the Germans are here. They're here. They're about to attack so they can get out or do a counter or attack them before they can get attacked. Dude, the man was a genius. Very true. And uh, that movie is highly recommended. You should see it. If you haven't seen it yet. What, what's the movie? Imit- the Imitation Game. It's from 2014. Netflix? Huh? It's on some streaming service. Yeah. Um, okay. If anything, it's a high recommend. Okay. Nice. But back in the day, they were just really confused and just looking at everybody and thinking like, basically, yeah. Sorry, we're still confused. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? And they were like, "Because I'm fantastic." I thought that was Stewie. <laughs> Why are you gay? No, no that's not even. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's this. It's this weird, like Zimbabwe minister guy talking to somebody who's like, "I'm confused." To eat the, the poo poo. Yeah, that that I, I, I mean, it's in the same league. I think it's a different guy, but it might just be the same. And if it is, well, I don't know. Don't look it up. 
But <laughs> just, don't, don't fact check us. I, I typed in LGBTQ <laughs> no. soundboard and I came up with one some of these clips. So my bad. The the one pastor I'm talking about. It's my brother, um, his wife, who's actually she's uh, I believe Pan. Um, we always joke about that clip because it's like in some African country where it's this pastor talking about how you, you, you know, you can't be gay. And he's like, they eat, they, they like lick each other's anus and they eat the poo like ice cream. Yeah, that's, it's really fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up because I think there's some secret gay men in that group who are like, interesting. Do you want to talk about those, uh, those chocolates that you got? Um, at Target, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, anuses. "Those look tasty." Yeah, uh, they come in uh, white chocolate, dark chocolate, and uh, mocha. Okay, I'll okay. take all of those, boys. Boys, <laughs> we're three straight men. We need to talk about LGBTQ. Anyway, so the roots of the gay rights movement go back to early 1900s. When a handful of individuals in North America and Europe created gay and lesbian organizations such as the Society for Human Rights founded by Henry Gerber in Chicago in the 1920s. Hey, hey, Chicago. We love Chicago. Now those pride festivals are banging. Like, I mean, obviously this is, if you go into the modern day, like they really, really, really let it go and let it fly and, and make it a huge huge deal which is great like the visibility is important but it's also just good to like for people to be able to say hey like i mean like i always look at this stuff and i go and this i remember at a very early age thinking to myself if for some reason i hadn't been dealt the cards of being enamored and in love with women wouldn't i feel happier if I was in love with someone or a man or, or a, a trans woman and I felt like I didn't have to hide it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because the first thing you want to do when you fall in love is like do a freaking singing in the rain dance and like tip tap and Gene Kelly style and like not being able to talk about something that is so deeply personal. I mean, mm, we just right. did the Napoleon episode and, you know, spoiler alert for the end of that, but like you are defined by what you loved in life. Mm -hmm. And well, that's why I don't think it's, I I've always thought labels were were stupid. You know, I don't think that anybody is necessarily straight. I don't think Mm. uh, because the, the, you can see, uh, you can, all you have to do is go on like TikTok or Twitter or something. And you can see somebody that you're like, I'm very attracted to this person, you know, and you could say you're like, you're a straight man and you see a woman and be like, I am very attracted to her. And then like, Mm -hmm. Oh, lo and behold, you know, it's a trans woman. And my thing is, it's like, if, what if you were to meet this person and fall in love with them for who they are? And, you know, just because they're trans, um, somebody might immediately say, well, you're bi or you're gay or whatever. And it's like, no, you're just attracted to who you're attracted to. You love who you love. Right. So I always thought labels were stupid. Yeah. And, and like on that to be personal as well, uh, when I was a teenager, I was, I, I wasn't sure where I fit. So I, uh, I, I've made out with a guy. Yeah. Um, nice. and, and it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
And uh, my parents, I don't know if they'll listen to this, but whatever, fuck it. Um, and I was like, am I into men? And uh, I was like, no, I, I, I think I'm, I just find men attractive. And I'm, right. I'm not sexually attracted, attractive, even though I made out with a guy and like, and like, like, and we're still friends to this day. Yeah. Um, but there was nothing more to that. Yeah. And see, I felt the same way as a teenager. Like I didn't know, I like, I thought, you know, and the problem is, is I grew up in a very Christian household. Same. Welcome to the Midwest. Where, like, yeah. If you were to say, if I were to have said like, yeah, I'm attracted to this guy. Oh, Oh no, it would have been bad. And to this day, mm-hmm. it would be bad. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I distinctly remember my mom, and I love my mom to death. And it's just that it was the 90s. I get it. People were still kind of grasping with the concepts. But like, I distinctly remember being a little boy and her being like, man, if you were gay, whoo. Well, mm. I think the problem is your mom is probably afraid because you look at the AIDS. Um, True. You call it a pandemic? Uh, I would epidemic. say epidemic. epidemic. Yeah. Um, you know, you just had Freddie Mercury die in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these people are coming out and saying, or coming out and saying they have AIDS. And so naturally, I think as a parent, you're going to be concerned. But that's because they're just saying, well, if you're gay, you're going to have AIDS. The straight people don't get AIDS. So. Right. And I um, think a big part, part of that, too, is the cultural zeitgeist that surrounds those type of things. Sure. I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to be scared of demons. Right. So there's there's yeah. there's a way to, and it's like the more that it gets around, it's like you yell gun in a crowded theater, watch people panic. Yeah. You start talking about you know young men dying because they're in love with other men. That I could, yeah, no, you're right. That's right. a great point. But, but yeah, up. like I I totally agree because like it was I remember it'll it'll always be the first time I saw Brian Mulko. Yeah. Because I was like that woman is beautiful <laughs> yeah. and ryan because it was i was actually i was at ryan's house he had a poster up and he's like yep yeah. well that's that's a guy i'm like really and i'm like well very he is very attractive yeah and so i i've my whole life i've looked at it that way is like i don't want to say i'm straight i'm not straight um but i am attractive to women mm-hmm. i'm attracted to men i mean it could be by it might not be i don't know um i think i think that you bring up a good point you both bring up good points about it because it, maybe it is something that is on a spectrum mm. you know what i mean i think certain men like a like we'll say the burly like tom Selleck, like the the masculine image or like the harrison ford uh jason momoa Oh. Exactly. Like uh, I don't find him attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I don't think he's a good actor either. I get you. He's not a great actor. I, I think he's a good looking man though. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think if with if, the beard, he I just think, seems cool. Too. I think Momoa yeah. could fall into that Schwarzenegger bubble though, and like yeah, I could see him like personally because I loved Aquaman. But I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Aquaman mm. is also gay. True. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Come full circle. Although sex in the water, it just doesn't. I, I don't know if anybody else has had never the had, trauma that I've, I've had. I've pooped in the water before. <laughs> in Lake Michigan, the it's liberating. It's hey, great. You hear that, kids? It's reverse sex. If you want to poop, poop in the water. <laughs> reverse butt sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Okay, so following World War II, a small number of groups like the <laughs> Matashin. A fish society? runs into it. <laughs> they Sorry. think it's food. <laughs> and the daughters of Bolitis published gay and lesbian positive newsletters and grew more vocal in demanding recognition for and protesting discrimination against gays and lesbians. In 1966, for example, members of the Matachine Society held a sip-in protest at Julius, a bar in New York City where they demanded drinks after announcing that they were gay in violation of local laws against serving alcohol to gays and lesbians. Despite some progress in the post-war era, basic civil rights were largely denied to gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people until one night in June 1969 when the gay rights movement took a furious step forward with a series of what could be perceived as violent riots in New York City. Now, this is getting into Stonewall. Um, There was an article at the time and probably a more conservative-leaning author basically said, A full moon's out. And Judy Garland just died. Well, the gays are mad. Like, like it was a, you know, like uh, they. I heard recently someone say, "You are not your ideas," and I think that's a brilliant quote because we need to be able to step aside of the vacuum of just thinking one certain way because that's a movement or what people are saying. We need to think for ourselves take care of ourselves, but also communicate and listen. And I think that a lot of the hemming and hawing around the Stonewall Rebellion is that, oh, well, all this stuff happened, and we don't have a clear idea of who threw the first brick. No one, we don't need to know that. We don't need to know if it's a brick, a stone, a purse, a high heel. We just know, and this is the good thing about history, we know that this is when we got at least hopefully started to get really serious about rights for humans when it comes to gender and just being out and not having to fear, you know, and even to this day, I mean, I full disclosure was looking down a YouTube wormhole about different clips about people coming out and there's this gut wrenching Dr. Phil clip that I found of this, transgender woman coming out to her dad on the show yes and it is rough yeah i'll spare you the gory details but he was not happy and he's like between sobbing and having a heart attack very very southern sounding dad just full disclosure i need a i need a description of this can you do a good southern dad accent Rad dad accent. <laughs> Is that him on the toilet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he could be pooping the way his face is contorted. I mean, he's really fighting it. Basically, he's looking at her for the first time because he's also... And he's having guilt because... Mm. Look, here's the deal. As hard as it is for the parent to see that even though they were brought up in an idea... Like, they thought, oh, my kids are going to grow up. And they thought, oh, we had the sex, the gender reveal. We know it's going to be a boy. He's going to grow up and be real strong like his old man. I'm going to name him John Wayne. Oh, shit, he's John Wayne Gacy. (laughs) Fuck. Oh. (laughs) Oh, man. But, like... He likes to dress as a clown. No, but but, but the thing of it is, is that, like, I think that's feeding into what I was saying, is that you can't just have this preconceived idea of what your kids are going to be. You're going to 
grow with them. You're going to hopefully listen to them. And that's a big deal because as much as I may have saw that video and thought, oh, he's going through a hard time, I couldn't imagine what she was going through yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And hoping for some some type of closure, you know, to be able to say, this is who I am. Do you still love me? I mean, yeah. that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So regardless of how you feel about the parent at that time, it takes serious balls, the likes of which some men probably never have to face in their own lives. So I think that's two different kinds of awarenesses going on, though. Like that's true. his culture versus her culture, which is more open. Uh, progressive, yeah. aware, open, uh, where he's co- probably come from. Who knows? It could be religious. It could be political. It could be how he was taught. A sign of the times, you know, if he had grown up in the 60s and 70s, when it's like you, you don't say you're gay and that they would have uh, got that idea of thinking probably from their parents yeah it was even worse Mm -hmm. very true yeah so as was common practice in many cities the new york police department would occasionally raid bars and restaurants where gays and lesbians were known to gather this uh stonewall inn this bar specifically was kind of a dive bar like they had love dive bars. Could you smoke in it? <laughs> I'm sure you could. Nice. Not only could you smoke in it, they were better times. You had the mafioso Seriously. running it too, because Ooh. at the time it was like, no, we can't, we can't have a bar that serves people who aren't like us. That's impossible. We'll make Gay Town next to Chinatown or something. And pretend like they don't exist. Because the last thing we want to know is there's people with different opinions and ideas. Rawr, I'm mad. I'm stupid. Also, that's how I feel. And then you start to look at those people as subhuman. Exactly. And that's that's not... I mean, look, I'm a spiritual guy now as I've gotten older. And my idea of good is being being there for people, mm-hmm. not, not pushing them away. Yeah. Being there for them and with them. Exactly. Yeah, because like you said, anybody who comes out in any way to their family that it takes so much balls to do that yeah. and people don't understand i mean there there there's this idea that like oh yeah but now it's just for attention well no it's i hate that idea because it's not for attention you like you know how long people have to suffer with that like you know like your story i'm sure you like that's you something even, you've had to like re- like almost bury because yeah, i like, can't tell that to certain people yeah, exactly. No. To this day, there's no way. I mean, right. uh, except it's on a podcast that <laughs> hundreds of people listen. Well, <laughs> right. But that's, that's but that's just it. Like, I could never tell my parents anything because of the, the backlash I know I would get. You know, right. and that's what sucks. It's like the, I, I and, and I feel like the signs have always been there. You know, like. For me? No, for me. Well, maybe <laughs> for you. I don't know. <laughs> so but, what are the signs? What am I putting out? Hey, it's okay. It's the skinny Swipe jeans. right, Mike. Moving to Grinder this June. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I eat uh, corn the long way. There you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the math on that. I well, I thought you said corn dog. <laughs> For some reason, I want to. I eat, I eat that way the right way. <laughs> Is there a right way to eat a corn dog? Not the bottom end. It has a stick sticking out of it. I mean, you could always. It up. Yeah, that's true. Eat it like a cartoon cat in like a Looney Tunes. Just yeah, sure. I'm sorry, I cut you off there. Then, then pick your teeth with the wood. Uh, so 
This occurred on June 28th, 1969, when the NYPD raided the Stonewall Inn, a bar in the Greenwich Village neighborhood of Manhattan. When the police aggressively dragged patrons and employees out of the bar, several people fought back against the NYPD, and a growing crowd of angry locals gathered in the streets. The confrontations quickly escalated and sparked six days of protests and violent clashes with the NYPD outside the Stonewall Inn on, on Christopher Street and throughout the neighborhood. By the time the Stonewall riots ended on July 2nd, 1969, the gay rights movement went from being a fringe issue largely ignored by politicians and the media to front page news worldwide. And Marsha P. Johnson was a trans woman who actually was big on big in the movement because she did a lot of the organizing and she was there granted later i mean there's differentiating differentiating reports that are like oh she threw the first brick again like it really doesn't matter what matters is that i think and i think this speaks to a lot of things you cover in history like the french revolution or basic women's rights with the suffragettes around the turn of the 20th century and all that that was put forth there's a sense of like resistance building people are angry a rich breaking point exactly and i wouldn't again i wouldn't say and i don't want this episode to just be like oh the stonewall rebellion that's when everything changed no that's that's not that's the that was the that was the long pass that got it to the wide receiver to bring it to the to the end zone, basically to to forward the movement that it it needed that spark. So, one year later, they had the first gay pride parade. During the anniversary of the Stonewall Rebellion, activists in New York City marched through the streets of Manhattan in commemoration of the uprising. The march, organized by the Eastern Regional Conference of Homophile Organization, or ERCHO, and the Christopher Street Liberation Day Umbrella Committee was named the Christopher Street Liberation Day March. So. I wasn't around during that time, believe it or not. What? It's crazy. Um, But I wonder if it was... It was like uh, how black people would go into white, uh, ran and run uh, restaurants. And, yes, thank yeah. you, diners. Was it was it the same kind of thing where it's like I'm openly gay, and pe- people are like, call the police, get these people out of here. Was it kind of like that kind of a thing? Or? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was illegal, and in 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 That's Europe, crazy. in Europe, like I said, Alan Turing. I mean, he was. You weren't allowed to be gay. Yeah. yeah, didn't he? He was executed for that, wasn't he? Eventually, I mean, like, sorry, but like, sorry, I'm like asking you questions that you probably well, don't it's <laughs> readily it's available further down the line. <laughs> well, I I would love to do an Alan Turing episode eventually. I mean, he's he's a fascinating fascinating guy. But let's see, he died in on June seventh, nineteen fifty four, and Winslet cyanide. Turing's death was officially determined as a suicide by an inquest, but this has been disputed. We'll we'll have an episode. Cyanide on poisoning. That's uh, brutal. I mean, like I said, you live your whole life or and poisoning. you have to hide. I mean, there's there are statistics for the LGBTQ community that are not staggering and not fun to talk about. And I didn't want to do that because again, this this month's about being free, being happy. Well, you know? I think it's important to also. Of course. Remembered what happened and what brought us 
where we are now. Right, of course. But Gay Pride Month, mm-hmm. the month that we're in, over the years, gay pride events have spread from large cities to smaller towns and villages worldwide, even in places where repression and violence against gays and lesbians are commonplace. The atmosphere at these events can range from raucous, carnivalesque celebration to strident political protest to solemn memorials for those lost to AIDS or homophobic violence. AIDS, also a future episode. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, Bill Clinton officially designated June as Gay and Lesbian Pride Month in June 2000 in recognition of the Stonewall Rebellion and gay activism throughout the year. A more inclusive name was chosen in 2009 by President Barack Obama, Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Pride Month. The origins of Gay Pride Month were also honored by Obama when in 2016 he created the Stonewall National Monument, a 7.7-acre around the Stonewall Inn where the modern gay rights movement began. It's the nicest spot that that location has ever seen <laughs> well it's it again it was a, it was kind of a dingy it was a dive bar it was a dive bar i mean there was water and crap on the floor and again it's run by the mafia so i mean i'm sure they're just like hey luigi <laughs> are you stuck back there would you say that you have aids like we are your aids oh that was that was it's my it's uh, it's yeah. it's that was my joke I am. I, mean, I was HIV positive. That was going to be a good one. That was it. Okay, that's it. no more for me. No more for me. So I, I got all this information basically from the Library of Congress site for history for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer Pride Month. I just wanted to basically do an episode, kind of talking about that, and I thought it, you know. It's something I, I, I really don't want to bottle it down to just one event because I think things like this are about many people, many, many generations, really, when you've struggled for so long and mm-hmm. you've been ostracized from your family, which I look again as a, just as a straight cis gen whatever man i deal with my own shit with my parents and it's just based on religion yes same it's like if i'm not falling into that that slot but i have questions and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shy away from that so i feel for those people that have struggled and i i hope that you find peace in your families and that you know in life you do the best you can and if you can't get there when it comes to what you're setting out to do it's okay because you tried and mostly i just want to say like i understand i understand that you those people that have been through these things in the past suffered quite a bit and hopefully your heart is at peace today and that you feel free and to be in who you are because Nobody wants you to be anything else if they're being honest. So, anyway, do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about for Pride Month? Are we at the end? Getting close. Oh, wow. That was quick. That was quick. I need to take a pee. Can I (laughs) I do that? Yeah, go ahead and take a pee. I'll pause it. Okay. Lonely light that shines from you 
We took a quick pee break, and now I have an extra addition to this episode. I just found this quiz. We're going to find out which LGBTQ member we are. Oh. What is your strength? A, dedication. B, discipline. C, creativity or trustworthiness. We're going to go with dedication. You're dedicated. I would say trustworthy. Okay. You gotta whoever, be able to trust your partner. You two, whoever says the first one first, will take that. We'll say trustworthy. Okay. Oh boy, <laughs> creativity. I win. <laughs> All right, ready. Biggest fear: being alone without family or friends, not being successful financially. My greatest fear is to have no more fear and not believing in myself. Alone. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not saying the whole sentence. What makes you really angry? Everything. Everything. (laughs) Liars and lies, abusive parents, screaming children, or bad manners. Abusive parents. What? You said lie. I think you got it first. Abusive parents is pretty bad, though. Yeah, it is. What makes you laugh the most? Sarcastic jokes, watching a stand-up comedian on TV, reading a comic book, or... Seeing someone making fun of someone else. Sarcastic jokes. Jokes, yeah, yeah, easily. If you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? Working, playing games, traveling, or doing sports? Masturbating. Playing games. <laughs> All right. myself. Masturbating and playing games, same thing. It's the same thing. Play with your... Play with yourself. I'm really good at it. with my Wii. (laughs) (laughs) Can I come over and play with your Wii? Then it's a Wii U. Oh. (laughs) Would you rather... Ride a bike, ride a horse, drive a car, or walk? Walk. Okay. Next question. What type of music do you listen to? Jazz, classical, or pop? Fuck. Classical. <laughs> classical. Yeah. I was going to say shoegaze, but that's not, that's not on there. Black gaze. Black gaze, yeah. What would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? Lawn. lawn. The smells great. Do I hear music? Yeah, yeah, there's 60s instrumental. Oh, okay. What is your favorite food? Meat, pasta, milk, or vegetables? Veggies. Veggies? All right. What is it, Josh? Bacon? No, I think I, bacon's overrated. Really? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I would say so, but I do love. I do like bacon. Good. Yeah. It is good, yeah. but it is overrated. It is. Okay, so have you ever had a nickname? What is it? A. Babyface. B. Champ. C. Lava. Or D. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Do you like or dislike surprises? A, I like surprises. B, I hate surprises. C, only if they're from close people. Or D, only from strangers. Hate surprises. Yeah, I'm borderline that. Yeah, all my friends know that I hate surprises. No one surprises me. (laughs) What is your weakness? A, discipline. B, patience. C, determination. Or D, enthusiasm. Patience. Wait, what was the question? Weakness. Weakness. Oh. I have ADHD. Patience is not my forte. What do you do in the evenings? A, visit friends. B, play games. C, watch movies. Or D, read a book. Video games. Play games. All right. What is your ideal vacation? A, Hawaii. B, Egypt. C, boat cruising. Or D, Budapest, Vienna, and Prague. Ooh, I'll say D. D. Double D. Double D. D. Give us the D. All right, we're halfway through. How many days would you live on a deserted island? A, I would die the first day. (laughs) B, I would last several months. C, I would live several years. Or D, I would live all my life. A. (laughs) D. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel like honestly, I probably make it like a couple weeks. Yeah, well, that's about it. We'll we'll compromise to do several months. One forever, one dies first day, so it's kind of like right <laughs> in the middle. Uh, what would you do with infinite money? I would end poverty. I would buy expensive clothes. I would buy most beautiful cars. Or D, I wouldn't use them. A poverty. Yeah, because I would just love to see like what that would look like. Yeah, when everybody has a fighting chance. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice. That'd be interesting to see. How do your friends describe you? A, funny. Shit. B, smart. C, loyal. Or D, strong. A. Yeah, you're, you're both very funny. Funny looking, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are your hobbies? Traveling, doing sports, cooking, or reading books? Um, D. None of the above. I mean, yeah. There was no video game. Sorry. No. What is your favorite pet? A, dog, B, cat, C, parrot, D, fish. A, dog. That's super authentic to you both. What form of public transportation do you prefer? A, air, B, boat, C, train, or D, car? Car. Send lost people. Yeah. What's your favorite zoo animal? A, lion, B, giraffe, C, monkey, D, bear. Monkey. Monkey. All right. Number 22. What do you like the most in school? A, math. B, language. C, sports. D, art. 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 Definitely. Very accurate to you both. If you had a warning label, what would yours say? A, stop drinking. B, start working. Or stop working. C, stop lying. Or D, stop fighting. If my bump, my bumper. If you had a warning label okay. on you, what would you say? A, stop drinking. B, stop working. C, stop lying. Or D, stop fighting. Stop lying. I get it. Why you always lying? If you could join any past or current music group, what would you want to join? Ooh. A, Queen. B, The Beatles. C, Nirvana. Or D, The Prodigy. Oh, fuck me running sideways. I wouldn't want to bring Queen down, so I'm going to say Nirvana. How many languages do you speak? Zero. English. A, one. (laughs) 
B, four, C, three, or D, two? What one's one? A. A. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of speak with body language, too. Oh. Body language. I was thinking more of the anal body kind. Language. What's my body telling you? Queen song, by the way. Who knows you the best? A, your mom. B, your partner. C, your friend. Or D, nobody but yourself. B. D. If you had a partner, they'd know you. Oh. Just saying. And, uh, what possessions yeah. would you keep? A, a family photo. B, photos of you. C, books. Or D, your wedding ring. Uh... My wedding ring's pretty cool because it's the ring of power from Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, mine because it's the uh, it's the it's the one ring to rule them all. <laughs> all right, wedding ring. What age do you feel is the best? A twenty. Excuse me. B thirty. C forty. Or D fifty. I'm gonna go thirties. Thirties. Because twenties, you still don't know a lot, and you're still figuring out a lot of things. And thirties, I feel is like when you finally click. That's me in my 20s right now. I'm in my 30s. Oh. All right. <laughs> we went with 30s. What is your favorite drink? A, water, B, beer, C, wine, or D, whiskey? B. I, that's a, not a good question because I just drank a lot of whiskey. So we'll, we'll settle with beer. I had beer before I came here. There we go. You like a nice cold beer. You used to do I the do. shower beers occasionally. I still do in the hottest days. Last question. What's the best way to start the day? A, coffee, B, sports, C, laying in bed, or D, eat a healthy breakfast? Who the fuck is getting up and like, I need to go uh, run six laps and throw a pigskin around? I set an alarm just to tell me to go back to bed. (laughs) Yeah, right? The perfect days when you wake up and you're like, I can lay here. (laughs) I'm going to assume you guys both enjoy coffee so uh, that's I, what I'm drinking now yeah coffee and, and kombucha alright you ready you are a pansexual I'm a panda <laughs> no you're a pansexual according to this LGBTQ quiz which we will have in the description so you can find out what your gender would sexuality would be if you took this said quiz. Interesting. But anyway. I did have a question. What's that? On the break. The P break. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if you guys know this or not, but he's one of my favorite music uh, artists. Uh, Sufjan Stevens. Mm. Really? I heard that he semi-recently came out, but I'm not sure. So, listeners, if you know, let us know. Let everyone know. Interesting. So he he just he just came out. I thought like maybe recently. So like maybe like two years ago, semi recently. Well, that's just perfect. Yeah, I love Sufjan. Uh, there is an article that says, "Did Sufjan Stevens just come out?" The Illinois singer has released a new EP and T-shirt for Pride. Sufjan Stevens' music has always been considered part of the queer music canon, but what about the artist himself? Listeners have wondered for years if Stevens was singing about God or being gay. And while the Illinois singer has never formally come out, he did release a new EP for Pride Month along with a Pride shirt he designed. Huh. 
So he's an ally at the very least. Well, he's also a local. Well, he used to be a local. He also came from probably a pretty religious background too, considering True. that a lot of it has has a bit of that that bent to it. But nope, nothing that I can oh, see that okay. says he for sure did. But you know what? For those out there who who nece- who don't necessarily want to, I guess, come out fully, I I can understand that too. If if that's something that you that you don't want to do, so either way, you're safe. Hopefully, I'm safe. Yeah, you are. You're safe too. So Thanks. are you, Josh. Sweet. In these arms. Anyways, uh, yeah, you mentioned something. If we were gay, who we would crush oh, yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Or LGBTQ member. Um, I have always thought that. Obviously, Josh brought up Brian Maloko from Placebo. He's very androgynous. I think the androgynous looking thing i can get behind because i just don't like scruff like that's yeah. why i love women I, yeah I, this guy that i kissed uh he had a lot of scruff and i was not a big fan of it see that's the thing yeah but women love that so i i mean the straight women love that um yeah i don't know it's tricky i guess i go with something su- stupid boring but like maybe johnny depp back in the day had a bit of an androgynous look mm-hmm. uh now I love him as an actor. He's amazing as Sweeney Todd. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I it's it, it's even hard for me to to narrow that down. I and I'm not saying anything that we said today wasn't factual as far as like you know the spectrum of gay and straight or whatever. I just generally really find it hard to be attracted to to certain men but if i had to i guess you know i wouldn't kick um benedict cumberbatch out of bed for eating crackers so oh no nobody eats in bed (laughs) i I eat in bed all the time but if you're in your bed and you you know it's it's one thing if you're in your bed by yourself or but if you have someone else sharing your bed with you hmm, you bring them crackers in i'm kicking your ass out not today Unless you got Fluffernutter, baby, and spread it on them quackers. I mean, nutter butters um, come with more butter, butter filling. So I, you know what? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, Brian Milko, definitely. Um, as a young man in his 20s, he was very attractive. Uh, like Ryan said, very androgynous, um, and just a beautiful human being. Um, and I would say as an older person, he's also, he's not bad. Uh, I think David Bowie. Um, True. Especially when we got into the the 2000s there. I mean, he was an older man at that point, old older-ish, mm-hmm. and was a very attractive guy. So, Is yeah. it bright in here? You're wearing your sunglasses. They're Why? not very strong sunglasses. Why I can still see everything gay? perfectly. So <laughs> I'm just trying to pull the Elton John thing off. Hey. Except I don't have bright bright glasses. Well, you I didn't have, even mention Elton John. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have Mercury. a silly story if you want to hear it. Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. So do you guys remember as kids getting uh, the uh, Disney adventures? Um, the mm-hmm. little comic books, what have you. Uh I was so poor. <laughs> Get him. I, I got him. Uh, 
and there was a there was an issue with uh, Janet Jackson on the front. And okay. I was, and that was like when I was discovering my pee pee, and I was like, "Ooh, this feels good when I touch it." <laughs> and uh, so I would get off to this picture, and year, oh wow, yeah, oh yeah. Um, I thought and, you, how old were you? Oh, I I don't know, like twelve, maybe I'm less. I get through puberty, start yeah. going through it. Janet yeah. Jackson's a babe. So this is the thing, though. So uh, years later, uh, I come across this picture um, of me in it, uh, not masturbating. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, me. How did they get that but, picture? <laughs> uh, um, a friend of mine was like, uh, uh, he was, and I told him the story. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is my first crush, celebrity crush. Um, and he was like, that's, that's Michael Jackson. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? No, that's Janet Jackson. He's like, no, that's Michael Jackson. And I was like, and I did a little bit of research and I'm like, shit, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, folks, the more you know. Yep. I mean, he was very feminine looking too young in his career. Let's so. be real. He looked like a white soccer mom towards the end there, other than the crushed, weird, like paper thin nose looking like a yeah like the the origami like folded in weird nose like he kind of just looked like a white mom at the end yeah i'm sorry no you look like an alien yeah rest in peace and now celine dion looks like an alien oh i've said that before but i it is kind of her (laughs) hey still great but some weird filters some of these filters need to go away yeah we need to go back in the way, way back machine to when things work. We so. need to go back, make celebrities great make again. Make the Czech Republic great again. Make whacking off to Michael Jackson okay again. Yeah. That was never not okay. Well, he's kind of a weirdo now. Who? Michael Jackson? After he's that dead. documentary. Well, true. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah, he's, he's not moving very much, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything you guys want to plug before we end this? Uh, Discord. Yes. Join the Discord. Link in the description. Thank you for everyone who has jumped in there. It's, you know, it's small, but it'll grow as we go on. And thank you to everyone who's been rating and reviewing. We will definitely have an episode where we shout you out. Thank you to Jesse, who was on the show recently. You should check out Serial Chillers and also check out Forever Midnight. That, that, was a super ton of fun hanging out with that guy. So Josh is amazing. And yeah, Thanks. other than that, we'll see you next week. What's up? Oh, oh I was going to say, um, it's my final thing here. Oh yes. Um, you know, it is pride month and I just think that if you can, if you have any friends in your life that are of the LGBTQ plus community, you know, maybe go the extra mile. And say like you know I if you even if you're not just say hey you know I I support you I'm oh I'm I love who you are unconditionally you know be be an ally celebrate because Indeed. yeah because the thing is is a lot of people are afraid and you know anytime they have somebody that is there in their life and saying like you know what I I love you for who you are and Indeed. if you can do that for somebody. That will make their day. And if you have any friends uh, that are like, yeah, gay people make me, ugh, call them out on their shit. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. At this point, we should have moved past that. And 
and Hope, love them anyways, but still. Just uh, just listen to your friends. Reach out and you know support support people. Listen. Mm-hmm. That's all. I dig it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for being you. Have a great one, and we will see you again real soon.